Hey, good morning, Bob and Josh. And for the listening audience, we do have a very special guest on hand with us today. Uh, I will introduce to you the one of the founders of National Program, uh, Notarized Program, Team Dad, and he is the program director of Team Dad. Ladies and gentlemen, Norm Heard before. Norm, appreciate you coming on with us this morning, man. Oh, no problem. Glad to be here. Thank you. Okay, man. Uh, well, a lot of people know about Team Dad. Man, you guys produce tons of Division One talent. Uh, you got a couple guys in the NBA, uh, notably OG over there at Toronto, who's done a great job so far in his career. Uh, local uh, hometown kid, Christy Oliver, just got a call up last week into the NBA. Let me ask you this, honestly, man. When you first started the program, did you think you could possibly get this big? Uh, no, no. I had no clue. Uh, it wasn't about this at the time, man. When I first started, I had some uh, younger kids, and we were just in the jail, and they just wanted to get better. I had a few kids that wasn't even good enough for age at the time. Uh, I had Coach Riley Little, and we had ended up going to the state, and, you know, some kids had got better, and I was taking the other people trials, and they were like, Coach Riley just won't play for you. I'm like, huh? And then it just kind of started there, and then the girls kind of got, uh, different and different and the kids got better and they said, you know, they were going to college so then the goals became college and then we have, like I say, like six, seven kids NBA back and forth to the G League now and it became just such a national powerhouse and brand around the country. Okay, now I know a lot of the, the audience won't stand involved. We're going to get to that, but I want to ask you something about uh, the Mitchell High program that's here to me and your heart, man. Uh, that's my alma mater, your alma mater. Last night, Coach Andre Turner uh, helped Mitchell punch their 10th ticket to the state tournament down in Murfreesboro in the last 14 years. Now, we asked a lot of fans around the city about the top five schools. They're going to mention East. They're going to mention Whitehaven. But Mitchell has had coaches like our coach, Jerry Johnson, who was a legendary coach in the city, Coach Baraji Phillips, who was doing a great job at Whitehaven, and now Coach Andre Turner, a former Tiger legend. Do you think that achievement, 10th state tournaments in the last 14 years, it's overlooked by a lot of people in the city, and that is a great achievement. Oh, yeah, yeah, Mitch. It's good, man. It, it's overlooked uh, by certain people because it's down there in the whole world. Uh, it's not even a certain age people think it should be there. But it is a dynasty uh, for sure. It is a good-time dynasty. It's a job that Drake's doing. The job that Drake's doing is like the mother of the It is a good-time dynasty. I mean, this year is the year that they were really supposed to in most people's eyes and they were never top NWA and this and that so and I think they're going to shock a lot of people up there the last game against Woodell was very very close I think they're going to shock a lot of people alright definitely man coach Norton Heard uh, over team dad man and I know we got Justice on so uh, I know Justice got some questions he wants to ask to uh, Mr. Heard so uh, go ahead Justice man. hey Heard this is Justice I want to say you guys have a, a knack for finding players all over the region uh, that are able to come into your program and, and really excel uh, at a high level. And nine times out of ten, they're going high division one. What is the secret uh, to your success as it relates to identifying talent and then developing that talent? Man, so we have a great team, a great staff of good people and people that know what they're doing. But I think our greatest strength and humble is, man, really the gift that God gave me, man, for 
and my coaches, nobody gets it. I haven't been around there a little bit now. People call me like a sign to those basketball stuff because I could go to a basketball game and a team could be a team 80 to 18. And everybody running up to the team that scored 80. And I tell somebody, I said, man, you know this team only hit 18? That kid in the corner over there that was making them flames that had 11 or 18 or 8 or 18, he's the best prospect on the court. Everybody, you're crazy, dude. He's the best prospect on the court. He just needs some work. And it's like God that best me to see things others can see. And a year later, my coaches are coming to me. You wouldn't believe I ain't going to tell you who, how many people told me a year or two ago I'm wasting my time with Damian Ball. You wouldn't believe how many stories before, before. Man, what, what, are you crazy? Why, why are you going to do all this with Damian? Like, shouldn't, and now they come to me and apologize. And I have, 20 stories like Damon Ball. We have so many. We used to talk about Chiodo, the German guys. These were not highly uh, scouted kids at one point. You know what I mean? So I, just, I feel like I am personally an entity. I don't know Greg, but I feel like I'm one of the best evaluators in the world. I feel like we can go anywhere. Magic Johnson can break me in for everybody who works for the Lakers, and we can go out and I'm going to get the same report on the player if not better. And secondly, you know, I went against Penny Hardaway. <laughs> Legendary to this day. So I had to learn how to see of a national program. Wow. So I had to, you know, I had to be really, really good at the basketball. But sometimes I wasn't going to get the kid that was already top 10 or 20 right there. So I took the whole number. Let me go. We will evaluation, development, then our game plan they'll be at the same place these other kids is when it's time to be. And so that's the kind of around we went. Now, Coach, uh, Penny Hardway in the University of there was a time when it seemed that there was somewhat of a rivalry between Penny Bad and, uh, I guess you would say the team Penny and now the FC Metro's program. But as of late, uh, we're seeing a lot of teams at least give the Tigers a hard look. Of course, there's, uh, Jeremiah Martin. And also Tyler Harris, and then as of late, we're looking at possibly adding uh, uh, Daniel Bob. What, what has changed uh, within the relationship between the two guys, or was it just maybe something on the outside looking in where people had it all wrong? I mean, part of a kid going at college, so so the know about me, you got to know that I'm first for the kids. So you know, just as well, you could you know hate each other. And you could be the coach at, you know, any school, too bad, whatever, but if, it's a, if, I'm, if I'm one of the kid mentors and the family trusted me and two names is a good fit and I'm looking at it, top to bottom, I'm looking at the roster, I'm looking at the, what he can get out of it, man, he don't come look at your school. Like, it ain't never been about me. You know what I mean? So, I, I, I'm a little different from others. If, if it's a best fit for the kid, we throw everything out the window. You know what I mean? As far as this and that. And even and people might not feel like that. I might not have a life. And still, it's a great fit for the kid. Now, with the penny situation, uh, it was a battle. It was a uh, battle, a huge rivalry. Uh, more so, the auntie uh, uh, of the fans than us or whatever. And, uh, and we cool now, and uh, we're, we're uh, you know, it, it's an AAU is a tough business to be in because sometimes you point out the same kids, you know, and uh, it could get, you know, it, it could get to, you know, a little awkward situation at times. But, you know, as far as that, like I said, he's, re- he's recruiting our kids because 
And that's what's funny because, you know, we just couldn't get each other. Like, you know, the underdog, you know, we were just like, you show me, you show like the underdog kids now. <laughs> and we laugh. But, uh, but no, me and him, we on, uh, we on solid time, we on cool time. Like I said, we went seven, eight, nine years, but it's kind of competing and not really, uh, you know, not really like talking like we did back in the days when the band played the program together and everybody was, you know, cool. And you were kind of, you know, you know, we haven't been sitting down talking lately. So now as a college coach, we have a completely different role. And, uh, most college coaches, I'm like a guy that they, you know, the bigger coaches want to, uh, be around with the know-how, you know, feed down just for resources. And, you know, they know I know a lot of players. I connect to a lot of players. Uh, and I mentor a lot of good players. Definitely, definitely. We're talking with Norton Hurd, uh, co-founder of Team Thad. Man, uh, definitely joining us here on Talk Back Live with Bob and Josh. Uh, it's our Time to Talk Tuesday segment, which we do each and every Tuesday. Uh, so, man, we definitely appreciate you coming on. I want to ask you, man, how do you feel um, about looking at the Tiger program now with Penny Hardaway uh, leading, leading the way as you just talked about Penny and that whole thing? How, how do you feel about that and having that local connection uh, with him and the city back again and uh, the relationship between Thad and Memphis, uh, Team Thad and Memphis? How, how do you feel about that whole dynamic now that's been? Yeah, that's all about the kids, man. I'm happy that my kids that are very successful. Uh, Jeremiah Martin, oh my God, things he's doing. Yeah, the potential Tyler Harris got, the potential maybe getting Damian Ball. Uh, I, I want to take this back before I say this. Uh, to have a guy from the convention, I, I don't know how many people are listening, white, black culture, but you know, this, this is not a race coming up in the next but Eat the phone, be a penny up and talk to him, he's got their job. Because as y'all know the percentages right now, it's not just the black head coach. So to have any black head coach to see at this point, I think we all need it. I ain't got nothing to black men saying the basketball career. You know. And then take that and take that from those two in those two. You know what I mean? So I, I even before we start that talking, I, I, I wish them nothing but the best, you know, not not talking to him but just from afar. You know, so with that being said, the kids that the kids that Memphis is accomplishing that we're proud of them. We're very proud of them. I think they're doing good. I think Memphis is only up and up because we take a guy like Penny, and I mean he's like the biggest star or player that ever come out this city. I mean, uh, in my era, you know, I wasn't around when Memphis Preston was here. So Penny Hardaway was the guy. That was the biggest guy, you know, ever. So to me, the city is start next year. The year this year is going to be back rocking like Calipari every day. I mean, if anybody understands how to put in your feet, try working against them. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I got it done, but it is difficult to I got this. You know, he's down and his popularity. But I think the Tigers are on the up and up. And with that being said, I think a lot of the business, I get a lot of people out there speaking. You know, I like this city. I think if Memphis basketball is good, it makes the city more fun, it makes the city more excited. I think it even brings the city more together because we love basketball, we love Tiger basketball. But in the shoes I am, I guess what people get interested in, I'm not going to convince kids to go to Memphis if it's not the best fit. I'm not going to feel kids like, like, I do have a relationship with college all around the country. 
And then they're their kids, like they're on the stage, it's their family. I'm a guy that's there because I didn't so much to be a pro return, but, you know, I'm not going to, like, force a kid to go nowhere. I'm not going to, uh, if it's uh, a bad decision or whatever, I'm not going to sacrifice the kid. So, for me, you got two different personalities. Like, you got neighborhoods to force a guy that's from Mitchell to bring him home and love Mitchell to bring him to basketball. You got the guy that also holds a responsibility for kids hard in life and, and, and giving all information I can give folks because about every school to make, help them make a life decision. Yes, he does. Okay, Norm, man, this is Evan again. Hey, man, we, we know that we talk about the Tiger program, man. I'm pretty sure there's a, a lot of Tiger fans listening who have to see one of your players, Danny, involved in a Tiger uniform. I mean, where we had on the decision, man? At the time, table been set. You know, uh, a friend of the show, Glenn Cyprian down there at Texas Tech, has been putting a full court press on him. Uh, do we know a, a set date? Uh, we heard uh, next week sometime, possibly this week. Do we know a date where an announcement could be uh, made? Uh, yeah, sit the job, man. This is tough. The key is back and forth right now. But uh, I don't know a definite time, but the date would be he is going to do it by, uh, by this weekend. So before this weekend is out, everybody will know what's up. Okay. I got one more question on my end, man. We all know about LaJarrell Vick. Uh, he's another team battle alumni. Has had a really great career at, uh, Kansas. That's one of, uh, three Big 12, uh, championships, regular season. And uh, I'm not going to get into the personal aspect. Me as a fan, I'm pretty sure a lot of other fans around the city would just like to see him on the court. I really feel like he would deserve that, man. Did you have any update on if he's back in Lawrence right now or when he will be back in Lawrence? If he is one. Uh, kind of, kind of change back and forth with that situation. Uh, senior night is definitely a possibility that everyone is, uh, looking at and considering does it make sense at the time with some of the personal things that he got going on, but, you know, which, uh, you know, he only sing on the team, so it actually would be not a, you know, traditional senior night if he didn't go, you know what I mean? But, uh, there's some things that maybe a little bit in basketball that he's, you know, you know, handling right now. Never some good, and it's just some things that, uh, he needs to, uh, you know, you know, handle on his own, so. That's probably about as much as I got on that right now. Yes, sir. And uh, Justice, man, I don't know if you got any any last questions here. Um, this is one back in. Well, well, certainly I do have a final question for Coach Hurd. Many of the members now know the story of the jail big who uh, was, was stand out at that Douglas, but, but they may not know a lot about Damian Bob. Uh, just you know, quickly, tell us a little bit about him and, and his journey uh, to Memphis and, and what type of player, uh, potentially the, the Tigers or any other program to get such a Texas Tech, if he uh, indeed signs with them. Yeah, David Ball had a, you know, like a chain bass on the journey. Uh, I don't even know if you know, just as like a Jordan Ball in the start of Tennessee right now. Like, these guys are not highly trotted. So, a year ago, this time last year, David Ball did not have one D1 off when he moved to Memphis with, uh, with, with, with some, uh, you know, staff and stuff like that to start working on this game. Uh, didn't have one D1 off. Talking about one year from now, within two months. 
months after eight, well, after a month after AAU started, he had everybody in the country. Then the fall came, and you know, he lost a lot of schools because people committed before him. So it was just differently, but he got in the gym, he worked his butt off. Uh, he, he, he thought he had work ethics, and he did, but he hadn't seen Coach Hood and all that work ethic. I mean, he was crying ready, crying ready to go home at first, but he, it paid off. He worked, 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 and he went to different, and he went to a press school in Atlanta, then worked out. He came here, and, uh, things been good for him. Uh, whoever get him, man, Damien Ball is really, everybody in Memphis is speculate because it, if you ain't from Nashville or you didn't, or you don't go to the underdog circuit games, Everybody's speculating. Nobody really knows his game. I'm going to keep it real. Tennessee prep don't play in Memphis. They have prep schools, so they travel every weekend. So the only person that truly knows his game in this city outside of the circle is maybe a Leroy Watson because he's, he's the uh, commentator for the grind session yes. or whatever. And so he has seen. But really nobody knows. So I'm going to tell you, I didn't hear from say Kanker, Kanker. Damien Ball can do everything except he's just not a big-time three-point shooter. I mean, he's a six-fold, maybe getting taller, a point guard, big-time playmaker, crazy off the pick and roll. Uh, uh, athletic ability is very crazy. Look is crazy. Defensively, he's a goon. I mean, if I had to make some comparisons, which I don't like this, uh, he's like a taller, more athletic, wide Rondo, Alpha Payton type, uh, maybe some John Wall, John Moran, he's a mixture of some of them type of people. I mean, he flirts with a triple-double every game. I mean, and then with all that being said, his best basketball is still ahead of him. Uh, he, he has some good stuff, man. I think he's one of the next kids that people really didn't, didn't know about early on that really has a chance. Definitely, definitely, man. Before we let you go, uh, Coach Herb, man, we definitely appreciate you coming on. Let's see if that co-founder, general manager, man, this is Josh, by the way. And want to let, let the people know uh, real quick any information. You want to let the people know uh, about Team Thad tryouts, events, whatever y'all got going on? Yeah, yeah. Team Thad Twitter, uh, Team Thad Twenty One, and uh, the Instagram Team Thad Nation, and I am Coach Herd. Uh, we will have sixteen and seventeen year old trials this weekend. I know I get a lot of calls. <laughs> I prefer people to just look at the internet and show up, <laughs> 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 but. Uh, you definitely on them Twitter and Instagram and all that. We will we will have update before the night is out. Actually, about uh, the times this weekend. I think we're changing the time. So uh, outside of that, you know, we're going to get rocking and rolling. I know there's been a lot of high interest about uh, the high school trials this weekend. Definitely, definitely, man. Coach Hurd, man, from us talking back line with Bob and Josh, man, yeah. and the crew. We definitely appreciate you. Coming on the show, man, we, we got to do this again soon, brother. We appreciate it. I'm a, I'm yeah. a, just one quick comment, guys, y'all, real quick. We got we to roll. But, Evan, uh, what what you think about what, what uh, Coach Hurd just said? Um, I mean, I think he made a, a lot of great points, uh, especially uh, with the recruiting battles with Penny. I think a lot of people thought it was just a I-don't-like-you rivalry. But uh, any time that you're battling with the players, even on the college level, it, it, it's going to get a little greasy. <laughs> And it's not easy recruiting against Penny, and, and I'm pretty sure Penny saw it's not easy uh, recruiting against Norton Hurt. Uh, he, he hasn't gotten players the way he's gotten them without knowing what he's doing. And another thing uh, that I think is interesting that we heard uh, without Latrell, we can only hope that he is in the Kansas uniform for senior night. Yeah. Uh, he had a really great career there. Uh, was on some NBA draft boards as recently as a month ago. 
So uh, we can only hope that he gets into a uh, Kansas uniform on release for Sunday night. I think he deserves that. Okay. And uh, uh, Justice? Well, well, first to, to the jail, Big, I know he's a head right. Head right is a bit of better than I definitely want to see him go back to, to Kansas and, and finish what he started there because uh, early in the season he was having a, a phenomenal career, as you can see. And then as it relates to Daniel Bond, I want to be on record. Uh, when I watched the film on this kid, uh, and I was talking to our colleagues, I said, I could give kids the fuck. And, and you know, I, I hate to put that label on kids because all of a sudden that expectation was big with me. But this is a kid who is, he is a defensive minister. Uh, and, and like I mentioned, when he gets into the lanes, I mean, he can make things happen long arms, athletic. If he indeed fine with Memphis, uh, they are going to get a dynamic, uh, guard that can really run the show. And, and obviously, you know, meeting that size in that court, he brings it. So, uh, unbelievable. If, if the Tigers can get him, I mean, even if they don't land anybody else, you're talking about a phenomenal, uh, four man class with James Wise and DJ Jeffries. Justice Bowden and Evan DeVall. Guys, thanks for joining us today and some good stuff. Hey, it was good to be on it, man. Big shout out to Evan, man. I can say this. He's the player when it comes 